You are listening to Around Comics, episode 227, brought to you by InStockTrades.com, Shiguri, Death Frenzy, and Netflix. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week a revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. And Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, drop on by. Hey there, folks. Christopher Neesman here. Let's get you introduced to this week's panel. As always, we have Mr. Tom Caters. I'm going to take this moment now to adjust my mic. Right. This was, it's just like slowly <laughs> drifting of, down. It's not good for my posture to have this going on. There, right. Tighten there, that up for me. There you go. A little of that on there. Where, where's the technical crew, crew to help me with this key sort grip, of stuff? Key grip. Key grip. Key grip. Right. The key grip. I uh, am ready. Okay. Well, our key grip is uh, Mr. Uh, Brian Salazar. Hello. Hello there, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm, right. I'm real good. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm Great. happy to be here today. I no, and, and a, a big reason uh, for that is our special guest this week, uh, returning guest from one of our most popular recent episodes, uh, Mr. Sal Abinati. Thank you. Thank Pe- you very much. Good to be here, guys. People thought you were a hoot. That's <laughs> nice to hear. I told like you. Old I told you. Yeah, I told you before. Anytime you guys want me, just you know, just holler. Right. My wife's glad to get me out of the house, so you know. I know the feeling. Yeah. Was the drive down easier this time? You, it wasn't bad. It was okay. We had a big. There was a big accident on two ninety, but there's always some hillbilly. Well, that's called Friday. Well, it's a hillbilly with a mattress. Is usually <laughs> what, what you know. It takes hours out of my life on two ninety. <laughs> and uh, you know? one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite stories I've ever read online uh, about uh, a highway accident was uh, in Green Bay. Uh, a pig got loose on the highway. Yeah, like as, as, as will happen as in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, now you mean like ex-girlfriend type pig, or <laughs> not like a like oh, a okay. like a bacon bacon pig? Oh, okay, um, even better. Even yeah. Better. yeah. So uh, this story used to be it used to be on the AP wire, and I used to read it every time I wanted to laugh is at one point in the story the cops try and taser the pig and it doesn't work <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. they say a man pulled over claiming that he was a former pig farmer and he tried to tackle the pig yeah. and then the guy left well, it was like it, when it, some it, dude just showed up and was like I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a, I'm a former I'm a, pig farmer I'm a professional stand <laughs> I can, yeah, I can <laughs> handle it in the cop yeah, I was like well, I got God. this shit but you see you start when you any story you start with it's in Green Bay mm-hmm. and <laughs> 
there's a pig, usually that's those it's two, usually a those woman. Those two are synonymous. Yeah, it's whether yeah. it's a female or. But just that's the fact the, that it's in Wisconsin is enough. Listen, you know. there's a. I love. I'm I'm from Green Bay, but there's a reason why so you I know live in I'm, Chicago. Yes, you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yes. It's nice to go back for uh, yes. twelve visit? to fourteen hours. Fish fries <laughs> to visit occasionally. Yes. <laughs> I feel the same way about language. Southern Illinois. All right. Uh, before we before we get uh, too far off track here, I want to remind everyone this episode is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. Pay the bills. Uh, yes, sir. And InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collect editions you need. InStockTrades is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more, all at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over $50 do, in fact, ship for free. And right now, uh, Tom's hand-selected book club pick the adventures of luther arkwright uh, i actually got an email from cameron over in stock trades this week yeah and he said that book is so good i'm going to raise the discount to 45 percent oh, off the cover right. price nice wow so pretty now, soon they'll just give us money don't just give it away ten dollars i ordered a book <laughs> he said i'm feeling crazy today we're yeah. gonna find <laughs> out that that guy who tried to tackle the pig was cameron <laughs> he's lost his mind yeah. well, yeah. so you can you pick drink up. enough it looks, <laughs> <laughs> they have to get cute, those pigs. <laughs> you can pick up The Adventures of Luther Arkwright for uh, only $10.42, and I have it. That's uh, cheap. It is cheap, and it's yeah, it's a dense book. I've actually got it packed in my bag. I'm leaving what for Mac- uh, uh, The Adventures of Luther Arkwright by uh, Brian Talbot. Okay. It's it's yeah. a, it's um, um, crazier yeah. than Grant Morrison kind of crazy. Oh, okay. It's yeah. um, do you think Brian Talbot's ever shit himself on a plane though? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I bet he did something even weirder. <laughs> I never met. He Brian shit somebody Talbot. else's <laughs> pants <laughs> on a plane. Hey, you know, <laughs> he just blew my mind. Hey. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm taking it on a plane tomorrow. I'm uh, heading off to to Mexico. Oh, yeah? uh, yep. I'm really? Gonna, Not that I'm, he's bragging. No, yeah. he's going. He's only, I've been he's living with this because we work together. I've been hearing about Mexico every day. What part of Mexico? For uh, two weeks now. Oh, Acapulco's nice. Yep. Try not to get kidnapped yes. or shot. Yeah. Yes. Or Dr- Be careful of water, too. <laughs> yeah, don't drink the water, don't get kidnapped, and don't get caught in a drug war. I That's my yeah, so No glory war. hole places under $10. <laughs> There's a nice... That's the breaking point, 10 <laughs> Yes, 10 bucks because you don't know... The classy what... joints are at least 12 That's it, because you got to... It's not a mouth, probably, they're using. It's something else. <laughs> there is. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a man's jar with liver in it or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh. It's called oh. Mexican It's warm Oreo. liver. It's warm liver. Yeah. They don't, you know, the, the shittier places use the cold it's liver. The, but it's it, those stories know. where people wake up they in bathtubs, the with, uh, bathtubs filled with ice and someone stole, like, their kidney. It's really <laughs> yeah. for a Mexican yeah. glory hole. Well, you don't need it. You don't need kidneys hey, in Mexico. You gotta, yeah. you gotta earn a living, man. The people gotta... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this more and more all the time. <laughs> yeah, enjoy How long yourself. are you going? How long are you going to be there? Uh, leaving tomorrow, coming back uh, late Wednesday. So oh, it's up for okay. four days or something. And you're going to do days. the whole Band of Soleil thing with the tanning cream and all that? Or just... <laughs> yeah. Don, are frogs. you going to buy blankets? Or how does that... Why do guys like, hey, let's go to Mexico. I want to buy some cheap blankets. I'm like, guys, don't you have any blankets where you <laughs> Can I buy you a blanket? They're Can nice. we stay here tonight? No, no. This is this is a this is a, a thirty five, thirty actually thirty six year old uh, uh, white man trip to uh, to Mexico. Sit on the beach. Beautiful. Sit he's on, he's been telling me about the books that he's bringing over, yes. and just like uh, comic fish books tacos, books. Yeah, yeah. And get the fish like, tacos on the beach. I'm going to read uh, uh, Adventures of Luther Arkwright and The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck. Those are my, so, those are my yeah, two just, big goals. You're not going to talk to your wife at all. Yeah. Right? This is no swimming. swimming. You're bringing your wife? <laughs> my, oh, no, my, sorry. Wife, my, my wife is bringing me. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So that's how it I works. I can't bring my wife. I bring my, my wife on trip, trips, but not con trips, because we wind up 
there's no time, you know, with cons. What's and, the point? Yeah, she's out running. Yeah, you know, it just it becomes neglected. a whole, you know, they, they, it's either you're into comics or you're not, and I'm not going to apologize for it. When you're at a con, you bring a wife. It's not a good idea. Sure. Well, uh, speaking of you, uh, uh, you're going to uh, one of our absolute favorite cons next week. It's uh, Emerald. Yeah, Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be out in Seattle. Have you done that show before? I did it a couple years ago when it was out by uh, what's a park that the Mariners play? Safeco. Safeco. Safeco Field. Yeah, yeah. And there's it's, a lot of hobos that walk around and want to yeah. borrow money well, in it's, Seattle. It's, it's downtown now. Beautiful convention. Oh yeah, center. no, it's a great and the li- the guest list is nice and it, it's tremendous. A bunch of names and the guys that run it, you know. Oh, be, Jim Jim Demonakis. Jim couldn't be a nicer guy. And he's and, um, he's the best. And so I, I love it because Seattle's a great town. I mean, I, last time I went with my wife, we we had a good time. Went up to the, what's it, the, the Sky Needle or the... Oh, Space, the needle. Space, Space, needle. Space Needle. It's a great town. Good yeah, time. I loved it there. It was the first yeah. time I had been there it was last year, and I, I had a blast. We had Lots a of hills. Time. Tom had some problems it's a very getting hilly into bars. Time. It's a very hilly <laughs> time. <laughs> Little Italy's great. It's one restaurant. <laughs> what was the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, I'm not kidding. It's one restaurant. You know, it's like, <laughs> Little Italy. Little Italy. Do yeah. they always call it the hill in the, the Italian parts of town? I think so. That's in uh, in uh, St. Louis, the hill. Oh, okay. Great, great Italian restaurants. Canetto's, if you're ever in St. Louis. Do you think there's any good at Italian places in Mexico? I probably <laughs> maybe. When I was in Italy, I actually asked the concierge, "Hey, where's Little Italy in Rome?" And he didn't get the joke at all. He was like, "What? I don't understand." I go, "I'm just looking for the part of Rome where it's Little Italy." And he goes, "No, sir, we don't have Little Italy here." It's a big Italy. I'm like, "Take it easy, you know." Calm. Were you wearing a cowboy hat? Yeah, calm down. You know. <laughs> go fit. Yeah, go fix your your Fiat and leave me alone. You know, he was pissed because you know. What was what Ricardo was the deal with my TV ID? Anymore. Yeah, Tom. Tom had this bar that just would just, not let me because the hologram on my driver's license was like Seattle? rubbed off. Well, you had a fucking Wisconsin driver's yeah. license number one. Sorry. Why the fuck did you have a Wisconsin driver's license? It's still the driver's license I have. I'm switching. Now it this, this is year. in Seattle. Uh, they wouldn't let you in, or here? Yeah, it was really. Weird. I mean, look at me. Is there any question? Yeah. That's going in with Ron Richards. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. there are two guys that yeah. look like more like thirty-year-old uh, guys looking to drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well. they lost a lot of money because I like to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's not afraid to pay for it. Yeah, right? I would right. pay for it. And you tried like three nights in a row to get into that. I only tried once. Oh, okay, okay, but I three tried. times that night. Twice that night. Well, there was other bars though, so we just went to the place next. Door. Seattle, bars. Seattle is is a great town. Let me start out, but there's too many damn hobos, and I don't mean homeless. We've got yeah. homeless. <laughs> They're just degenerates that live in the mountains. You know these Dan Haggerty looking assholes. <laughs> the just, they just sift down from Washington, and they just yeah. like, hey man, you got money? I want to buy beer, and you're like. No, <laughs> and they're like, do you, you got it. They got like hundred fifty dollars Air Jordans on, and they're dressed nice, and well, they just want money. And you're like, go to work. Oh, the man, and you know, I'm you like, live well, in the mountains, and it rains a lot. You got to always be keep your head on a swivel for flash floods. Yeah, but then that's, you that's you why you get that. in the moonshine. Then I mean, it's like truck and moonshine gets washed away. That well, is, yeah, you know, but we, we, we're, we're, we're tragedy. No, we're walking, in, and I'm talking downtown Seattle. They come up and they, hey, guy, how are you? How you doing, buddy? And you're like, so you think the guy's making? conversation and he wants money 
Well, was, we, we, have, we have noticed uh, a higher class of homeless on the West Coast. Was it someone that, uh, <laughs> uh, that actually Warmer. That, Warmer. That threw yeah. bottled water at you? The guy threw a bottle of water at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had, I, when I was Didn't th- ask me for anything. Just when I used to work in New York, you got a, good, a, a different class of hobo, too, because I was, and now I'm not homeless, not as hobo. We used to have hobos when I was growing up, which was just <laughs> like the guy in Andy Griffith who just drank a lot. Lived by the train tracks. Sat on the corner. Yeah, it. he didn't want to go to work. He was fine. You know, <laughs> it would have been where Chris would have fit in. And when I used to get out Fire, I used to drum. get out in a bar. I was coming out of a bar with a friend of mine, and somebody left their smokes, and I don't smoke. And and so I took the, the cigarettes with me. It was like a full pack. So I'm walking down the street. I see a homeless guy, and I hand him to him. I go, hey, man, you got a pack of smokes? And he hands it back to me. He said, no, man, they're menthol. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I can't, I'm I, like you're a homeless guy, and you're giving me, and I'm like, so far, I was like, right, whatever. You know, you know? T- in his defense, I oh, I wouldn't take a free this, pack of yeah, but, and I smoke. Yeah, but this guy's wiping his ass with his bare hand, <laughs> you know, and, and, and shitting on a newspaper, and you know, eating a dead. He's got pigeon. standards. He's got standards. Yeah, so, come on. on. You know, he'll smoke a chicken bone if you give it to him. But all of a sudden, he's giving me a hard time, you know? He'll <laughs> roll up a... Eating, uh, go ahead, Tom. Eating dead pigeons. <laughs> I, I, I notice a lot of, like, strangely killed pigeons on the ground, like, underneath uh, overpasses near my neighborhood. Seattle? Oh, no, just around, just weird. Just like dead a, pigeons? Like pigeons with their heads, like their necks snapped. I don't like it. What? <laughs> it's weird. Like a pile of, like, four of them. So Someone's there's some sort of, like, them. creature out there... Killing? Not a, I'm, I'm not convinced. <laughs> I, I was going to say, is this is this Cook County Jail or are we talking just, like? Uh, it's so someone in is the out yard. There, you think killing pigeons or Probably like or a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch? <laughs> oh, I don't know, maybe. Well, well, no. So you think someone's killing them? Yeah. Not that they're dying of some sort of strange. No, I don't think they're offing them. Mid-air. No. It could be a rival, or something. No, I, I would, it could be a rival pigeon gang leaving a message. You know. <laughs> Just it is saying, just, I hey am guys, a stay dog. out of the yeah. neighborhood. It, it's the Albany Park pigeons coming down to Logan Square, yeah. <laughs> setting them straight. So how many pigeons are we talking about? Like a what? pile of like four. Four dead, broken neck pigeons. Just kind of like, it could be like, old. It's Was weird there... to see four dead pigeons in any condition all in one place. When did they leave it yeah, old or odd. did they just say, hey, I'm offing myself? And well, I'm... there was a tiny bottle of whiskey. <laughs> near yeah, Were they sterno pigeons or regular wino pigeons? Uh, they look like a uh, like teenagers, teenagers, yeah. Teenage, yeah. young, uh, yeah. just sort of angsty, yeah, yeah. just choking. Well, it's the, the anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death, maybe. Oh, they could have upset yeah. the pigeons. Yeah. Is it really? I don't. I yeah, I guess I don't know. Pigeons still... are on a different timetable, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. Are we going to talk I'm about sorry. some comedy? Yeah. I'll be serious. Yeah. I'll be serious. <laughs> he edits all this stuff out anyway. You listen to I do. You listen to the show, and there's like five minutes of somebody farting, and you know, and. And somebody called somebody an asshole or, you know. This portion of Around Comics is brought to you by Netflix. Right now you can start a free two-week trial by going to www.netflix.com slash aroundcomics. At Netflix, you'll find over 100,000 titles to choose from, including classics and new releases, as well as TV series. Plans start from as low as $4.99 per month, and you can keep each movie as long as you want with no wait fees ever. 
Netflix has free shipping both ways, and you can expect your next selection to be delivered in about one business day. Now watch some movies and TV series over the internet for no extra charge. I use this service with my Xbox 360 and personal laptop and love it. So head over to www.netflix.com slash aroundcomics and get started with your free trial today. We had you come back just because we like your company. Thank or, you. But uh, uh, the other reason is that uh, Atomica is uh, is getting uh, a fresh uh, a fresh start. The here. relaunch, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big thing. We're we're uh, in this month's preview, the April previews. We're starting the second half of the series, so it starts with issue eight, and uh, for you know June shipping. And this time we've actually got guaranteed ship dates, so store nice. owners don't have to worry like, hey, this guy's gonna go and. So if you, yeah. ha- if you haven't read Atomica yet, right now would be a great time to get the first trade and mm-hmm. then get ready to jump on with the second issues. Half, yeah. Okay. And it's, you know. Question for you, uh, just something I was wondering about and you, I'm sure, would know, is if you, uh, if you put out a book like, say, in Diamond and uh, you don't hit the release date that is stated, is that book then returnable? Is that a... Uh, returnable like from the comic store? Or, yeah. Because or, or? comics aren't returnable. From comic shops, well, basically, generally. basically, when once you get your order in, like right now, Atomic Eight is in is in April previews, right? So they'll call me up at the end of the month or at the beginning and middle of, of uh, next month, and they'll give me my numbers. They'll say your orders are this, right? So you don't even sh- if your 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 numbers are under that, you don't even ship the books to Diamond. They don't even they don't have the books in their possession yet. Okay. They have the numbers when they say, "Hey, we we got orders for this many. Send us the books." Or you could have your printer, what's called drop ship them. They just ship them right from the printer right to Diamond. Okay. So, it's a good question of whether they return. I don't I don't know. With small press guys, they don't give you the the, the white glove treatment. They'll just call you up and say, "Hey, idiot, you're under twenty five hundred." I was just wondering. It was no. it was something so, I was talking to somebody about, and I, they asked the, me that question. I yeah, wasn't yeah. sure. Uh-huh. If, no, they're well. They're even they're starting the process mm-hmm. where they're even stricter with the ads. You can't even place an ad unless you meet with the guy and sit down and right. show him what you got. And you know, because a lot of companies in the Liefeld. Uh, way of doing it for a lot of years, which which jumped up and bit everybody on the ass, was they would put an ad in, solicit it, see how the orders were, after you, and the book hadn't even been produced, mind you. There was mm-hmm. nothing done. Because you got three months <laughs> yeah. from when the ad comes out to when you got to deliver. Right. So if the orders were high enough, then he would then he would then go produce the issue. And if they weren't, he would just say, oh, guys, it's, you know, <clears throat> it's not I, coming yeah, out. I got raped or something. I don't want to bother <laughs> with it. The book was stolen by yeah. people. <laughs> depressed yeah. pigeons. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, it was like there was just there was so much cornholing in California, and I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, I was measuring the penis or something, and I didn't have time. And 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 so Diamond got sick of it, where there was these phony books being solicited just to huh. see if the orders were going to be high enough. Right. And then so now you actually have to sit with the your rep and you know show them that you're not you know Joe shit the rag man, yeah. and you know you got a book that's actually tangible. I heard that was uh, why they didn't put uh, inkers in the uh, in the solicit. It's because if uh, uh, in your you know your yeah. priest listening yeah. is that if they change anchors, then all of a sudden that makes that book uh, returnable, yeah. and so yeah. and so that's one of the reasons why anchors and colors aren't mentioned. And in, nobody cares in, in about nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, well, sorry, it can, sorry, Andy. It can help a little. <laughs> 
It could help, you know. I mean, there are some. There are a few guys. There's a half a dozen names of guys that and happened. But mm -hmm. in the case of the Liefeld thing, it was just all about he just didn't want to have to produce the book. Well, yeah, if it's not going to no, sell, uh, sell three hundred thousand yes. copies, why? Yeah. Why? You're, what's you're, the point? Your cutoff is, I would say, on the average book of a profit margin, you're talking probably about eighteen or nineteen thousand. Anything okay. under that, you're not making any money. But you're, you're breaking even because with your costs and you got to pay the ad for diamond is a couple grand, and then you got that's if it's you know. Except color. Do, do those yeah. do those work? Do the do the ads in Diamond do those have any sort of uh, effect on moving the needle in sales? Well, you got to have them. I mean, it, it's I did Atomica. Atomica has been been out all this time. I've just been printing it myself and doing it at shows, bringing it to shows directly. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get in comic stores and you want comic stores to order it, unless you're going to go to them directly, which I did with some of the local Chicago guys. There's no way to get your your order in unless you place an ad in Diamond, you know, in in, in the catalog. And that, and, and that an ad being an actual ad, an not, actual not, ad. Not, now not what a, you're not a, what uh -huh. you're talking about is more location in the book, which is why some guys in the indie books will go with image or mm -hmm. try to put their ads together because you want to get in the first half. Well, yeah, that, and you also want to get with the chance of get. I see a lot of store owners will just tell you right out, I don't order indie books. Period. Right. They mm -hmm. just say, hey, you know, Marvel, DC, we're done, and maybe a few image or if somebody requests some. So the the problem if you're a publisher now is how the hell do I get the store owner to even give, you know, my my book, you know, two, two seconds in right. in you know mm -hmm. in that because the catalog is three inches thick for God's not sake. not much longer. No, yeah, well, it's yeah, yeah now they're they've cut. I hear they're cutting seventy pages out from all the indie ads mm -hmm. that are going to be gone. You know, yeah. do, you, do you think um, do you think Haven is going to have any sort of foothold in in shops or is it going to be? Is it going to make any sort of difference? That's that's that seems to be the distribution company that's that's cropped up. That's going to take. Over I, just, I, I don't know. There's been a couple over the years. You know, people that approach you that have these catalog. And, it, and God, I, I wish it. You know, I hope it does. And I mean, you wish it would. But for the most part, whether people want to admit it or not, Diamond's pretty much the only game in town mm -hmm. right now. You know, they're really the only way to get your book in into stores and people will say, oh, you know, I didn't see your book. And you try to do it the other way, offer it online and, and do yeah. shows. But there's still no way to get it. Most, you know, you've got a huge percentage of people who never attend a con. And you when, know. You're, when you're marketing, like when you come out with an issue or when you first came out with Atomica, did you spend most of your time trying to market the book to the end user, the, the reader who would buy it in the store or the store owner who is actually doing the buying of a book? No, I, I went 100% for the store owner. Okay. Because the fans, I knew I could I could deal with those. Because the st store owner is actually the person that orders the yeah, book? Yeah, well, the problem with doing an indie book is two things. One is that guys spend so much time on prepping it and getting it ready and sweating over it. That the second thing is is you got to get people to order it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And most guys print the book and then go, okay, great. Now i got a living room full of comics. What the hell am I going to do with them? And the reason I got big guys to do the title was I had no delusions about my work that store owners were going to see it and go, wow, this guy's like Fellini and, you know, we got to have this in my store. And they need a, an ability to sell the book, you mm -hmm. know. And so if I got Alex Ross and the other guys to, to do covers, I thought, hey, maybe they'll give it a shot. Right. Maybe they'll order 10 copies or whatever just, just to have it on the shelf because – there's a, a huge period in comics in the last 10 years where covers can't sell books. Oh, sure. sure. When I was a kid, I would buy horrible books because they had great <laughs> Kill Kane covers yeah. and great John Romita covers. And, you know, you oh. get it home and it's a piece of shit. You go, it's it's a Submariner issue from the 40s when, had, <laughs> when the fucking guy had red 
hair. And you go, when did Submariner have red hair? You know? No, no, for, for me, like for me growing up, up, you know, one man, of, you, you, you know, put know. Art Adams on a cover, yeah. man, I was all over it. I'd open yeah. up, it's like, motherfucker. It's shit, yes. <laughs> no, it's always it's shit. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, Sal, you, you know, what's wrong with you? You should have did your own covers. Don't you have any, you know, uh, I'd love to do my own covers, but I want I want to get the book in people's hands yeah. first. I love then, the cover. I, I love the interior, know. but the, the, the covers for Atomic, <laughs> I mean, you put a lot of thought in, in a, a lot of expense into getting the guys to do the covers that, you, that you've that you had. Yeah, it, it was just more about, I also thought it would be a cool way to give the book kind of a, a you know, there's nothing cooler than taking your character and having, like, different guys sure. give right. their take on it. And with the Soviet thing, I didn't really art direct as much as I just said, hey, guys, do something that looks cool. I mean, and of course, if they gave him a dog or, you know, made him, you know. <laughs> Little Atomica. Yeah, you know, made him, you know, like he was a this detective. This his friend, Chris Thomas. <laughs> right, yeah. He was, like, working with Angie Dickinson or some bullshit. <laughs> then I would say, hey, guys, you know. Wait a minute. Yeah, and I've got some covers that I had to step back and say, hey, guys, you know, you got to put the bottle down and change the, change the bong water because the cover looks like my ass. And then they were like, okay, Sal, no problem, but. For the most part, I just let guys just, hey, guys, do something cool. <clears throat> and, and you know, where's the check is all they usually ask. Going back to uh, dealing with comic shops, trying to get them, what would you say is, you know, the the biggest problem of doing that? Uh, dealing with comic shop owners and, and what what is the biggest hurdle? Of, of <clears throat> you got two types of comic shop owners. you got really cool guys. And you got total jagoffs and total no. It's I'm sorry. No one in between. No, there isn't because there's 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 guys like us who you could just go walk in the front door and they'll go, hey Sal, you know what? I I don't sell any indie titles here. And you're like, okay, I understand. I can right. respect mm -hmm. that. But you get a lot of guys that'll go, what? I don't buy that shit. And you're like, well, what do you like? And they're like, I don't know, just DC and Marvel. That's and it's they could be selling fucking storm windows. They don't know whether <laughs> you ask them about a book and they don't know one title from the next. They're just it's a mm -hmm. it's a commodity. To right. Them. But then there's other guys. They you like can, what sells. Are those guys holdovers from like the nineties yeah. when, oh, yeah. when all the there's stores popped up? The guy up. down the block here's like that. <clears throat> yeah, he doesn't, doesn't know. And Larry was like, there was a couple store owners where you went in and they were just red assed yeah. from the minute they got up that morning about how they hated their life. They hate they're, comic books. Yeah, hate kids. they're not. They can't fuck Tanya Roberts in the seventies <laughs> and they're pissed about it. You know, and, and you're like, ah, I don't know. Indie titles, they're all shit, and I'm not going to buy them. And you're like, okay, you know, I get guys like there's there's numbers that say that. 70% or more mm. than 70, I think it was 80% of stores don't order indie titles. Yeah. You know? So yeah. you've got this 20% mm -hmm. margin of stores that are, and, and those that do order them will order them heavy. Like on the West Coast, you got a lot of stores like that. You got, you know, stores here in Chicago and New York that'll say, yeah, like there was been some big stores that will embrace you and say, yeah, no, we love indie titles, you know, and they'll order them high. But yeah, and there's just more that will just be like, you know what, man, we'll wait for the trade. Yeah. Or we don't want to, we don't want to bother with it. You right. Know? We, we just, we, we never get, and they never get to that part of the catalog. They just, they're done i just remember when i was a kid you know there was like the first comic shop that popped up by me where i lived a uh, guy was a huge comic book fan he knew what was coming out and sure. you know you talk to him that kind of thing and yeah, then yeah. you know in, in in the late 80s and, and 90s all of a sudden like six more comic book shops popped up in <laughs> yeah, my neighborhood sure and, and they, they were all dick and, yeah and they didn't and know shit them, and they were all assholes and some and of them yeah. sold ca baseball, baseball cards, cards. Too. yeah, yeah that, yes they most yeah. Mixture, yeah and then, and, then it, and then it became magic cards and pokemon cards right, right. but those guys they had no fucking interest in comic books. None. It was just jumping on the, the yeah. bandwagon. And, and exactly. it literally, I mean, I still remember this redheaded prick that fucking opened a store. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. biggest, just, I mean, scam artist cocksucker you could ever fucking yeah. 
walk into a store and meet. Yeah. And I went in there once and I never went back. And yeah. he was just a prick. And, and they just, treat you like shit. I yeah. mean, there are uh, stores that yell at you. You ask them a question yeah. and they're like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't well, know. Yeah. Man, well, well, you know. My, first, my first shop I ever went to was a combination sport cards and comic shop. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the cock guy, rings? Did they sell cock rings? <laughs> probably. No. The they never let the kids cock into rings. the back room. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, it's a porno, porno and cock rings in the back room. Dirty cards. Yeah, that's probably where they made all their money. But it was funny because the guy that ran Lure magazine, the guy that what it was, it was it was a satellite store from Carbondale, Illinois. And so you'd the comic guy. You know, there was two owners. There was a guy that ran the sports cards and the guy that ran the comic shop. And they would like alternate. One of them would work in Carbondale. One would work in Marion. And then they'd switch back every day. It's a great plan. Yeah. And so and so you sounds good. You knew not to go in there on the days when that the guy had, that ran the, the yeah, sports cars yeah. because he didn't know what the fuck was and, going on. And worse than that, Johnny Bench? And he, <laughs> was, he was miserable. He yeah, hated his hated fucking life yeah. from when he got up that morning and he just, you know, Larry's was, comics was like that and this guy, you know, I don't want to mention any, yeah, that fucking, I you know, work, yeah. <laughs> we don't get yeah, that variety. You go in there and he's, he yells at you and oh. I would go in there as a kid. Believe me, he's not, he, I doubt if he owns a computer and if he does, he's never heard of a podcast. Well, listen, so. if I seen him at a con, I would kick his ass at this point. He was that he was that mean to us as kids that were you know ah, what are you guys doing? Are you not going to buy anything? Hey, well, get there, the fuck out of here! You know. In, in Green Bay, the the shop I used to go to, there wasn't too many comic shops in Green Bay. It had the same thing in the '90s where a bunch popped yeah, up, and sure. I remember one where. Um, yeah, whatever was new, you know, was cover price. And then the second it wasn't new, it it mysteriously went up with yeah, yeah, double the price. Yeah. Yeah, 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 this guy yeah, just yeah. bought. Like, yeah, no yeah. idea that it was like. Yeah. The well, I remember. Still have well, this. I do this because they appreciate values. So. There's a local. Yeah, there, there's fast. a Chicago <laughs> area store that I I know that I don't know if they still do this, but I know one time they would they would. Uh, there'd be a hot issue that would come out, you know, variant cover, some shit, you know, yeah, foil yeah. fucking Tons bullshit. Tons of those, yeah. Right? It would come out, speculating, but yeah. they wouldn't fucking put them on the shelves. They'd put, like, two on the shelves. Yeah. I'd walk in there on a Wednesday morning at, you know, the minute they w- they opened up, and they would have those bagged and boarded for, you know, 15 bucks on the oh, shelf. Yeah. It's yeah. like, motherfucker, this just came out today! Yeah. How can you oh, do yeah. that? You know, yeah. it's like... And they didn't know anything about it. You'd ask them <clears throat> legitimate questions, like, hey, you got anything by... And you mention an artist or a writer, like, oh, fuck, I don't read this shit, man. They would just tell you right up. <laughs> Rots your brain. Yeah, you'd be like, okay. Wortham was right. You know, all right, whatever. You do know. you want to get involved in a hobby that's going someplace? Because I got a shit ton of cards in the Back. Yeah, yeah. He put all his money in beta or something. You know, at that point, you're just like, all right, fuck off. Howls for blood as two damaged warriors sacrifice flesh and bone in a perverse test of wills in Shiguri death frenzy. Two legendary samurai share a long and violent past. Bitter rivals from the moment they locked eyes, these warriors inflicted wounds on each other that would have destroyed lesser men. As the final chapter of their saga unfolds, they must summon the strength for one last battle. A battle only one shall survive. Take home the Blu-ray and DVD on March 31st. Shiguri Death Frenzy. The beauty is in the kill. Visit Funimation.com slash Shiguri for more details. I've got a brain and an old man's heart. Took 
Baseball card podcasts. I don't know. What do you think the point of like? Do you think sports cards? They took a huge dump. You know, well, there was also no. They also fell prey to the same thing happened with comics. The collectible market just got oversaturated, and it's like you know, I get guys that are like, "Oh, I got these old comics," and you're like, "Yeah, they got like Spawn one through ten, and (laughs) Spawn had a print run of like how many million? So, what do you think that's going to be worth? You know, versus something that? Well, you can't. I had I had the I had a friend of mine call me and ask me uh, to go see another friend of theirs comic book collection this yeah, guy yeah. <laughs> older guy he had old stuff but a huge collection yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and wanted me to take a look at it and tell him what I thought it might be worth so I go to this guy's house and I'm not shitting you it was one of the biggest comic book collections I've ever fucking seen it was enormous probably I can't remember exactly the number, but I, I, it was like 800 long boxes. Oh, yeah. more, wow. than, more shit than I've ever sure, seen in a sure. store. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Every It was basically this guy bought every fucking book between 1984 and 1997. Yeah. Every fucking thing that came out, and it wasn't Two worth and three goddamn time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And I, yeah. I, I sat here and yeah. told it. I'm like, honestly, you'd be lucky to get a penny a fucking book for these yeah. things. They're just buy, not, no, yeah. they buy it by the box. Yeah, Most yeah. guys I know who have comic stores now literally buy it by the long box. They'll go in and they'll go, we'll give you, you know, 25 bucks a box. Box, yeah, and then you're lucky they'll buy it and they have it shipped in by the pallet, yeah. And yeah. it's like that's how that stuff is because they made so much shit. I mean, it, Marvel went from thirty something titles to over a hundred titles in yeah. the nineties, and the print runs and, were and the print runs were really insane. high, and it was a lot of speculative buying, yeah. these foil and variant and. You know, reach, what did, what reach did, around covers and all this bullshit. <laughs> what did you feel? Was, was, I mean, were, were you were you excited at the time? Were you like, comics have arrived? Or were you like, oh shit, this is gonna this is gonna bust? I, no, I was excited. I was working for an indie company at the time, mm-hmm. and I was getting paid, you know, no money. And I was working in advertising, and I was working with Alex. And Alex, That's right, you guys were at Leo, right? yeah. And yeah. Alex was getting his Marvel proposal got rejected like three times. So I thought, well, this fucking guy can't get hired. What am I doing here? You know? <laughs> so. So he was back at, D- at Burnett, so I thought it was exciting because I thought you know the, they made that was when the Tim Burton movie came out. It was the late right. 80s, early nineties, and I I saw the the speculative buying. But I knew when we were in trouble when the death of Superman uh, came out, and there was a huge line at at Haley's. I used to go to Haley's comics oh, yeah. over here on Lincoln, and I'm standing in line behind this lady. And I was just trying to pick up my books, and she's got the book, and she goes. I'm going to use this. I'm going to send my son to college. <laughs> oh, no. And I thought, we're in a lot of fucking trouble. You know? Oh, you're That's shitting That's what me. she told me. Yeah, she was going to, she thought the death of Superman Well, he was may gonna... have taken it to college with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, lady, you better use the black arm, man. <laughs> Put it up your ass because you're going to need it. Because I, I remember the exact, the exact same thing. It was, I, my dad knew this guy. He worked with this guy, and like at night he ran a little video store. And then, Weird. like, all oh, of a sudden, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, don't yeah. know. <laughs> I had a couple Armenian guys yeah. in my neighborhood where the, store was, as, the store was as big as this table, but yet he had the curtain with the beads, yeah. and you went in yes. the back and you opened it up, and it was like fucking the end of Raiders where they had, like, just rows of porn. <laughs> <laughs> it was just fucking porn. 
forever in every language. I'm sure. I had, I never went to the store. I don't know. I, I never saw it. But <laughs> yeah, I just remember. Sure. And I told him, put the orange cone when the gay shit starts, please. Because I've slipped into the gay section a couple of times where you see a cock going into a an ear. That, and that's when, the, that's when the other guy walks into the room. Right. I decide, oh, yeah. hey, how you doing? Right. And that's when you see some guy you used to work with. He's like, hey, you know, Sal's watching, you know, fucking Schindler's Fist I saw him with. Oh. You know, shaving Ryan's privates. He was looking at the box. I'm like, cordon that fucking section <laughs> off, like at the airport. Yeah, like saying, there's where the gay shit starts. I only want to look at the other shit. You know, I don't want the midgets and all that other bullshit. <laughs> but I remember him like my dad, who, you know, I, I read comics since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. And my dad's yeah. ever, never showed an interest. I mean, all he, no, the only interest my father ever showed in my comics was like making fun of the fact that his yes, son read yes. comics. My, my, that was dad, the only, my dad, the only time he ever mentioned anything was when I used to read, I was a big Luke Cage guy because George Tuska drew it when I was oh, like, sure. a million years ago. And I had it on the dining room table and he picked it up and he's like, Colored guy? He goes, there's, there's colored guys in comics now? That was the only fucking thing. What does the world come to? Yeah, yeah, he's like, Jesus, colored guys in comics. And I was like, first of all, nobody says colored guy anymore. So, you know, my dad's like, oh, fuck it, they're in New York. Because, you know, it's all that crazy shit in New York. Yeah, it's New York. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. But, uh, but when the death of Superman, when that happened, my dad had come home with, like, copies from his friend wow. that was selling now he was selling comic books at his yeah, video yeah. store yeah, you know yeah. everybody was but it, it was weird like you know we talk about the 90s we always talk about the 90s and the bus and everything and it to me like it's compressed it seems yeah. like it happened in a week like it was a yeah. huge was speculation boom that, and then it was done in like was a some week guys, there were some guys though that made a lot of fucking money oh, hell, I sure. mean, Dale Keown I was talking with him up at Toronto last year he made like 3 million dollars off of, off of pit number one Jesus. And he opened a recording studio. I mean, he pissed it away as fast as he made it. <laughs> Billy Tucci used to run around His like the cock in a walk money. from she. You know, he's buying. He had like it's twenty a, motorcycles. Yeah, a new motorcycle every yeah, semester. Yeah, I mean, there were guys oh, making sure. serious oh, money yeah. off those Ma books. McFarlane buying the two and three million dollar baseballs. McFarlane, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you got a print run of a couple of million, what I mean, do you think those baseballs out. are worth now? Oh, fuck. <laughs> you can use, use them as you just got burnt. Yeah, McFarlane. Well, you know, he's one of those guys that he was. He was. What McFarland, what Todd did that was brilliant that the other guys never caught on with was he he, he did one character yeah and, and, he, license, and he kept license, it license, and license. Li right but he didn't fuck around because when you put out when you go wow I'm making this much from one book maybe I should do four other books yeah right. but now if Wildcats is selling and I only use Jim Lee as an excuse because he's a degenerate Asian gambler like you know <laughs> we know he is but uh, he, he's like we got confirmation so on that after Wild the podcast by the no, way no, now if Wildcats <laughs> is selling a million and you got four other books that aren't those three those three drag the other one down so now that you're a kind of uneven playing field whereas Todd said hey look Spawn is selling like crazy I don't even have to draw the fucking thing anymore it's just like a license to print dough because right. every issue he was just getting these big checks and when he went into toys everybody could say now they thought it was a good idea but at the time fuck they said he was crazy when the when the spawn toys first came out they were remember the ship no, sank and they every, were floating every, ashore and all yeah, that everybody bullshit. was saying that oh he's crazy uh, oh, he's, you can't he's do crazy. toys nobody's gonna want these kind yeah, of yeah. super painted and yeah. high detail kind of stuff they're too much money nobody's it's, gonna pay it then that he got that. into the sports part of it that yeah uh, well that, no he got in right at the right time because right when he wanted to buy it was when was it Kenner or Mattel that used to have the the the, the Major League Baseball? They just let it lapse. They yeah. said we don't want yeah. to do this shit anymore. And he dove in at the right time and said, "No, we'll do it." And he hired. Of course, I've talked to some sculptors he's worked, and they said he, you know, he was 
running a sweatshop and blah blah blah. But hey, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what hey, do they're, I, know? They're, I got a wall. What full do of, I know? I think they're great. Yeah, McFarlane. no, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. I bought a ton of that shit too. That I had awesome. to, you know the. Joe Green and all that other bullshit. <laughs> and you got it, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing with it? Why did I, <laughs> why did I buy Joe Yeah, guy? why did I buy Hank Aaron? What the fuck am I going to do with it? He's not even from Chicago. What the fuck am I going to do with another, you know, Benito Santiago fucking figure? He, he played for the Cubs for a half an hour, and I got his figure. <laughs> I always thought, thought McFarland McFarlane ended up being the one with seemed like the most sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, no, no, and even with the baseball thing, the yeah. thing that everybody was crying about when he bought the baseball, how crazy he was, but you got to give him credit for one thing. He was on every fucking television show yeah. oh, for yeah. two months. So he got like... He got $10 million, $100 million. He got millions. And not only that, people were like, this guy's a comic book guy? Right. You know, people were like, I thought they were like a bunch of fucking idiots, those comic book guys. <laughs> Jack House like Sal. <laughs> and they got this guy, you know. <laughs> granted, he should have had some whores with him on when he was at the MTV Awards and showing up with some, you know, some ass yeah, you and know, Christy Canyon or something. Yeah. You know, Christy Canyon. Paige Turner or somebody, you know. <laughs> well, blow, I mean, he was, can he, was, he was Canadian, so, you know, maybe a little shady. Uh, yeah. But, but well, I think he also made the, good, the, the decision to, you know, stop drawing comics, and that will probably, in the long run, he'll probably. I, I don't think that guy will ever draw another comic book because, for one, the expectation now is too high yeah. for Todd McFarlane yeah, to yeah, come yeah, back yeah. to comics yeah. and draw comics, and yeah. for two, he probably. He probably doesn't draw. I mean, he may draw as well as he did in the day, yeah, but yeah. that even that wouldn't be good enough. Yeah, and you know, he probably hasn't evolved necessarily as yeah. an artist because he hasn't. I been gotta, doing I gotta it, you know say I mean? though, he is a he's a he's a sweetheart of a guy. I mean, right. honestly, his perception over the years sometimes with some people is that he's an asshole and snap. I've met him, you know, like extensively several times, and he's the nicest fucking guy you'll meet. He well, really is very. He only wants to talk sports or comics. But you know, well, porn and food, you got to add those two in there. And I mean, but no, he's a nice guy, and you can sit and bullshit with him. But the problem is, every time you try to talk with him, someone comes up to him and wants to him to sign a fucking issue of you know salmon twitch or some bullshit, and then he's like, oh, we, you know, now you you, you can't just be a bunch of guys playing grab ass. Right. Know? But he's a nice guy. He really what's is. what's his deal with um with Miracle Man? He got involved. In he, that owns part of, he owns part him of it. Him and Gaiman, yeah, yeah, they were fight fighting over one they of the characters. Yeah. On still Gaiman. haven't yeah. resolved that. That whole thing's thing. never going to get resolved. Yeah. Did, did you? It's did a mess. You, yeah. Did you hear about that that eBay auction we were talking about on eleven o'clock this week? No. Some guy. Um, um, craziest thing. Uh, uh, the binding of comic books. A lot of people yeah. do this. They'll they'll get comics and they'll bind them. And um, you know you can get, actually get pretty nice bound yeah. editions yeah, now. Yeah. And it, it'll cost you you know seventy five sure. bucks like top end to get like the top top line yeah, binding yeah. Uh, guy uh, uh, last week on eBay had a bound complete Miracle Man which to, to have all the Miracle Man issues you're looking what uh, uh, 100 200 bucks maybe yeah, a couple hundred bucks 150 yeah. bucks or something yeah. and, depends on the quality of it yeah, yeah. and uh, had them bound it looked beautiful nice binding job sold on eBay for over 2 grand Jesus yeah well that's stupid <clears throat> you gotta be careful with shit Crazy, like that huh? though because there's a lot of shilling going on, on oh sure, sure I mean not that I know anything about it but I know guys that do it that where you just say hey you, you call up three of your asshole friends and say hey guys bid on this so I'm not well, saying that's mm -hmm. what happened with this but you can there are guys driving the prices oh, sure. of things up on eBay and also it's like 
you know, that, it's one of those. The price of those trays and things like that for Miracle Man have been high for a long time. Yeah, anyway. that's an expensive. Book it's high, get, man. Right? Yeah, I mean, you like you said, you can collect but them not all. two grand. No, well, get... it could have been. It could have been. I don't know. Sometimes, and you ruined them by binding them. You never. Yeah. Gonna, sometimes yeah. you'll get guys that they just want it and they don't give a shit. Yeah, they yeah. just say whatever and they whatever throw it, it in. Like the leather bound uh, version of Watchmen <clears> that <throat> that Bob Chapman at Graffiti did, shit, ten years ago. Yeah. He had, he's got you know those and he, those were signed by by Gibbons and Alan Moore and they were like out way before the absolute shit even oh, yeah. started the yeah. absolute you know ten, thing yeah so he he, put, he had those like over ten years was ago and they were selling he was selling them at the time for like twenty five bucks a piece and now they're on eBay for you know, six hundred dollars yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you you deal, and whenever you're not working on on a topic, you deal in in high dollar comic collectibles. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you I'm original you, artwork, you know, original yeah. art, and you yeah. and you work with uh, um, Angel, and you work with Alex, of course. Who else? Who else do you represent? Uh, primarily, it's it's the lion's share. Everything I do is is Alex Ross and um, I'll take Simone Bianchi and uh, Bill Sinkevich. Okay, so uh, it's those three guys. But I would say probably the ninety percent of everything I do is Alex Ross. What what's it like from a working with that at uh, at conventions, and then what's the difference uh, working away from conventions just through websites and, and phone and all that? Being an art dealer, seventy percent of uh, everything we do with Alex is on the internet, and it's it's overseas. It's European stuff. It's <clears throat> most of our clients, at least over the internet, and the high, really super high dollar items are Asian guys, Hong really? Kong, Malaysia. Um, you know that whole part degenerate of, you know, gamblers Tong, Tokyo well they're clients so they're nice Asian gentlemen <laughs> oh, those guys are nice Asian gentlemen no, that choose to use their, their money for other things and, and, and there's only really a couple of shows that are worth your time doing if you're selling originals because there's a lot of great comic shows San Diego San Diego obviously. is the, probably by far the best comic show to buy mm -hmm. art because you got collectors and art dealers that come from all over it's the world it's a destination show because they yeah. know it's all Gonna exactly. Be there. Yeah. So there's. It's like you're you're not going to be selling Alex Ross originals at Windy City Con. It's it's. Just, well, you know, you that, for those types of shows, you you there's you got to kind of cater to your market. You got to cater to what it is. I mean, San Diego is one of those things where you have to invite clients and you cultivate relationships. And these are guys that spend you know over ten thousand yeah. dollars, and they've got enormous collections, right. art mm -hmm. collections. They buy. Sculptor, they buy, they collect all kinds of shit, you know. But you know, it's, I mean, there's guys walking around at that convention with books of art that are worth hundreds of thousands yes. of dollars. There's a lot and, of serious collectors. Insane. What, what is what, a piece of uh, like an original Alex? Say, Ross a, say a, a JSA cover from here, Alex's the last stuff can years. go anywhere. Our stuff goes anywhere from four to to sixty grand for wow. originals. You know, anything from a from a cover to a big you know double page spread or a triple page, you know. Uh, 
depending on the characters, depending on the size, depending on the amount of work involved, and depending on you know what Alex, I you know I sit down with Alex, I say Alex, what do you think, and then we kind of go over it, and then it's also based on certain collectors. You know, certain collectors like certain. Some guys are just all Marvel guys. Some guys are just all DC guys. Some guys are like you know don't care if it's a nice piece, they'll buy it. So it's kind of an, an eccentric crowd you know right. it's kind of like the same types of guys that buy antique cars and Does, uh, things like that um, i mean i know talking to enough you know artists there's always the guys at cons that want like the weird like i want it you know i want cat girl covered in glue kind of yeah. guy oh, does, yeah. does alex oh, yeah. get those kind of requests well he doesn't, well, he doesn't really do he doesn't, he doesn't do, do private commissions, commissions yeah, anymore do, but yeah. you'll get yeah you can get every imaginable <laughs> I mean, I just, just some really sick shit. I mean, there's there's people that, you know, Bill Sienkiewicz will do commissions for and, you know, he'll be working on something and he'll say, hey, can you come back and pick it up? And then the guy will come when Bill's away and I'll go, well, what are you, what are you picking up? And he's like, oh, yeah, Bill do me a, a, a sketch or a commission. I'm like, well, you know, if he isn't here, you, know, you can leave him. Which one is it? And he'll be like, wow, it's the one of Mary Marvel with, you know, the, the worm guy, you know, fucking her. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, I mean, all oh, shit that you're like, are you kidding me? Or Modoc getting blown by Vampirella or, <laughs> or, you know, anything you could, I mean, you're like, what? And you look at him, you're like, the that's what you want? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to hang yeah. it in, yeah. in the living room. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just really? like, all I'm right, velvet. okay. You know, and just like, and, but a lot of artists won't do it. They'll tell him right out, yeah. you know what, I'm not doing yeah. that shit. I'm not I talked to a friend of ours, I won't mention his name um but said that that was one of the biggest reliefs for him is that whenever he got to a point in his career where he didn't have to do that shit anymore well yeah i mean so because a lot of these guys i mean most of the commission guys probably 99 percent of them are great guys but you there's there's that one percent where you're just like man this is one scary dude where they come up to you and you're like well uh what i really wanted was um you know or I had a bag of heads. Yeah, uh, no, all just weird, weird shit. Yeah. You know, I would get the Captain Marvel bullshit where I would have guys that were that had the hots <laughs> for Captain Marvel, and they would just stand around and stare at me like, "Well, you're Captain Marvel, aren't you?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a guinea from the North Side. I don't know where the fuck you got this idea. I'm Captain Marvel. You know, I stood in a costume for two hours and wanted to get the fuck out of there and go eat." <laughs> So what that makes a, me uh, Captain Marvel? Then okay, but <laughs> going back to Alex, uh, I, I've I've seen um, stuff of his now that they they use this new kind of process where they're putting prints on canvas. Yeah, so it looks yeah. like it's painted. Are yeah, you involved with that play. at all? No, no. See, that's you have to have the license for that. You have to have like people go, oh Sal, you know you're crazy. You should. Uh, you should make posters and prints of uh, the, all the stuff Alex does. And you're like, yeah, thanks. That'd be great. If but I- yeah, like I, nobody thought of it before <laughs> you. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Shit. Superman on a poster would be, hey, we could do sheets, too. You know? And it's like, you have, to, you have to have the license for that. And Clampett Studios has the has the Warner license. Oh, and then okay. Marvel won't won't sell out the license. Okay. So, okay. so you have to, I mean, the Clampett, uh, Clampett Studios license went a couple years ago when when the Warner stores closed and it went for over you know a couple million dollars for that license. Yeah. Oh sure. And sure. and the Jaclay stuff it makes you know it looks like canvas and then they've got museum quality stuff. So there's like five or six different process that you can make the things look really great. But um they they've gone that stuff has gotten crazy too. You know, yeah. it sells it for a couple grand now and people yell at me and I'm selling originals and I'm like, guys, they're selling Jaclays down the prints, basically prints, prints for a couple grand, yeah. and you're selling I saw, the poster. I, I think I saw the Superman you know? one, the the you know the the Alex Ross Superman. Mm-hmm. I think for five grand the print was, mm-hmm. you know, it was huge mm-hmm. and and framed and everything, but it was like five grand for the and print. And they're yelling at me, and I'm selling yeah. originals, you know. So it's like, hey guys, you know what? Whatever your thing is, 
you know, if that's what they wanted, they sell really well. They they do a great job with them because the 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 technology on those things has gotten tremendous. I mean, yeah, I defy a lot of people to even tell the difference from the original to the. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, you, know? you can almost see the brush strokes in there. Mm-hmm. They look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bill uh, Sunkevich, Bill Sunkevich, he does commissions still. Is he yeah, still oh, yeah, a, a yeah. It shows. I mean, you gotta you know you gotta kind of corner him and get out his list and say, hey, you know. Give him a bong and he'll do it for him. No, he does commissions. Bill does commissions. Bill, you know, you got to catch him at shows. He's Bill goes in and out of being real busy. From you know, right now he's doing a lot of movie stuff, and then he'll. But he really loves comics, so his first mm-hmm. love is to always get back to doing. comics. Yeah, he was just thinking some stuff. Uh, <coughs> Rain, 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 Rain in Hell. Yeah. He was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever, uh, whenever you're going to, to shows and, and you're and you're taking art for the for the people that you rep for, it's got to be kind of a crazy process of actually getting the art from point A to point B because I mean that's a lot of money yeah. that is leaving your sight at times. Is, is that yeah, just you got to kind of you got to kind of I take most of it on the on the plane with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some stuff that I ship ahead with a guy who ships our stuff and he takes it out in a semi and different things. But you got to kind of know what to you just have to take a risk and insure it. And then there's other stuff you you know that I absolutely bring it with me in my suitcase on yeah. the plane. You know, and even then you know, there's no way to you, you can get your suitcase lost. But since 9/11, they won't let you take oversized portfolios on the airplane. Sure. They used to, you know, guys, Actually, you could take, take guys would carry, carry portfolios yeah. under their arm, and and I'm like, I just I bring this big, you know, I'm like the I'm like the mother-in-law in Titanic. I got the big <laughs> fucking steamer trunk and the car and you all that bullshit. Got your piano with you? Yeah, yeah. bring the piano, my paintings. What? How fucking great is Billy Zane? He brought his mother-in-law on the fucking Titanic. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, hey, we're taking a vacation. I'm going to bring my mother-in-law. Maybe he was planning on pushing her off. <laughs> no, but that. I mean, she's looking at DiCaprio, who's been screwing whores, you know, in Paris, <laughs> as the nice guy. He brought this guy. Brought your fucking mother-in-law with you. That's the guy. Not you even made. mother-in-law. They weren't even married yet. All right, this future is, mother-in-law. Right, but got her her own yeah. cabin and let her bring her car and her servants and all this bullshit. <laughs> Shit, that's the one who needed to fucking be the first one out of the lifeboat. That, that, that bitch, that was her mother. And you're bringing, and Billy Zane is the nice fucking guy. And you're going with DiCaprio, you know, painting whores all day. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with painting whores, you know. Screwing him in the back of my car. Can you imagine how pissed fucking Billy's name was? You're fucking the guy in my car on a boat. That I paid. Yeah, you know what that smells like when you open that I'm door? I'm shipping that fucking car. Yeah, I paid yeah. for that car. And when you open the door between the, the fish and the seawater and, and, the, and, the, and the fresh fucking smell, I mean, you'll never get that car to smell right again. I mean, that's just one of those, just fucking sell it, because you get in, every time you get in, and it smells like Leonardo DiCaprio fucking wrote his name on the seat, and you know it was those old velvet seats, you know, where shit just, you, get that you had to scrape it off like fucking, steam that yeah, 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 be like dried clam chowder, for Christ's sake, but that's, Dicap- that damn sea air sets that shit in, DiCaprio should have had a, taken a fucking bullet right there, I'm telling you. <laughs> Put the fucking necklace around that's his a, that's neck. That's another man's car in the on fucking, a boat. Yeah, how the fuck do you take the mother-in-law with you? I saw it and I go, that's it, I'm done. I can believe the part about the always hang on and all that bullshit. He was courting Fine. her. He was courting her. He was trying to convince yeah. her. To, you know, I, so. On my best day, I don't bring my mother-in-law on vacations. <laughs> on my best day. Fu- you saw our new nice. Billy Zane. That's all I can well, say. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. And they need Billy Zane out to be the bad guy, you know, because he was with the detective and all that bullshit. I would have fucking strapped his ass to the pipe yeah. and let him drown too. You know, the $10 you're million fucking dollar. in my car 
I had a 72 cutlass, and if you drank in my car, I would fucking kill you. It was, really just, it was really just the, oh, the whole car thing that threw you over the edge on this. And it was on a boat. You You fucking my car, my my girlfriend, or my anybody. You could fuck a stranger in my car. <laughs> fuck Todd McFarlane in my car, and I, you'll never speak to me again. Never. <laughs> I will have you fucking assassinated. I kid you not. I'll use the money from that that necklace to have you fucking snuffed out. I mean, I will have hitmen so from all thinking, over the so world coming in looking for your artist ass. So you had a seventy-two cutlass. Huh? I had a seventy-two. Cutlass. I had a seventy-six cutlass. Oh, um, great! Love that car. Great cars. Oh, I fucking love. That I car. had the Pioneer Super Tuner. Oh yeah, very nice. With the ACDC tape oh. and Jay Giles <laughs> band. I had a boat, boat. I had a boat shifter. Bucket seats. The boat shifter. I didn't. I had the bench seat, but I had four barrel carb. You yeah, know, I wanted sure. the 442, yeah. but I didn't have it. But no. that car, I'm telling you, 50 below zero, you turn the fucking key, it would start right up. <laughs> you know. I blew the engine out of mine. Did you? Yeah. Super dog racing down Cicero. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> racing down fucking Milwaukee. You know? That's a story for another oh, day. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be serious. I missed that. I tell you, I tell you what we. Um, uh, you want to do some some emails? We're we're at about an sure. hour. Sure, yeah, uh, I got some emails. Um, you, you good to stick around for a, a second one tonight? Uh, absolutely. Where, right. where am I going to go? Nobody, <laughs> nobody loves me. Well, we kept you here until about midnight, one o'clock in the That's morning. That's okay. Last time, yeah, so. no, I don't have, I don't got a paper out tomorrow. All I'm right, good. all right. Just let me know if whenever the, you need another beer. This guy's got a curfew. The tax man's got a curfew. Ta- over Tom's here. out of it. He's yeah, sure. Tom, Tom's Tom, what happened to you? The pigeons? Still upset over the pigeons? I'm thinking about whether I should take the same route. As the pigeons uh, just collide with another pigeon in midair. Oh, now you think that's what it was? You think it was the midair collusion? I think all four of them ran into the same spot, think... and then they're all going... together. Yeah. All right. No Bigfoot. Uh, this thing. first email is no uh, from Will. Not the guy with the tattoos again. I no, no, no. This is from Will. He said, hey, uh, <laughs> okay. hey, around comics. How is it going? My name's Will. I'm a new listener to AC. I started on episode 219 when I heard that Uncle Sal was going to be on the show. Gosh, yeah. oh, I just had to listen in. Wow. I'm not. I'm not a member of the AC forum yet, but I'm on the comics forum known as Mr. Bickle. I just wanted to say I really like your show. I look forward to it every week. The three of you guys put on an awesome show. Uh, I've only seen, or I've only, uh, I've only been out to Chicago once last year around this time. I went to Chicago Comics, nice place. Had a lot of old style while I was out there. Missed that <laughs> oh, beer. God. <laughs> we don't have any <laughs> here Mr. in New Bickle, York. don't drink old style. <laughs> no. That's like someone pissed in a glass. It's, it's like being in St. Louis and drinking bush. <laughs> it's like someone strained it through their pantyhose. It's not good beer. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's about it for me. Keep up the great work and can't wait to hear the next episode. Well, well welcome, Will. And, 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 and well, you know, um, you, you, uh, you've definitely uh, cultivated some uh, uh, some fans because of uh, appearances on podcasts, on Comic Geek Speed, and, and, and hopefully through has, has your convention experience kind of changed a little bit with the people that, yeah, that, that kind of nice. almost feel like they know you a little a bit? A little bit. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, a little bit. A little bit. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's, it's your guy's show. 
You know, I mean, it's great that you guys had me on, and yeah, I'm, I'm always I'm always glad to do it. And it's just it's just should, this is why I got into comics is it was just guys sitting around bullshitting. But no, it's nice. It's surprising at shows you get people coming up to you and saying, "Hey, I heard John." You know, blah blah. And you know, it was like, no, I think it's cool. It, it's helped the book. I've had people who nor who ordinarily would never have heard of Atomica or ever picked it up say, "Hey, I picked it up just out of curiosity, and I liked it." Which is that's to me is the coolest thing about it. You know, and if I can get on here and you know and talk shit about people you know people like it it's cool i'm sure they saw me every day they, they never stop vomiting but you know once in a while it's nice good. well i know i know we've got a lot of listeners in the pacific northwest so if you're out at the emerald city comic yeah, con which i definitely suggest going to that show uh drop by and uh and yeah. see sal and uh yeah. tell him uh tell him you heard him and on the show thank you guys again for having me oh, oh, shit. Anytime, it's your man. show Anytime. yeah but it's your show you know it's like people are like oh you should be on there every week much to it. i'm like it's not my show <laughs> be on every week. Get the fuck. Like <laughs> you, you know? Join our sad caravan. Yeah. Like, oh, like, should be on every week. I, you know, I should, it sounds know, good. It's kind of like, like, it, it sounds good. It's kind of like joining the circus, and then whenever you're out back uh, shoveling the elephant shit, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden it's not so not so awesome. Is that awesome. what it is? The show is the show's like shoveling elephant shit. <laughs> it's it's be on this time. You guys are having a good time. I listen to the show when I'm not on. You guys are we always do. having a good time. We do. We have a good time. We have fun. We have fun. Hey, yeah. if we weren't, we wouldn't be doing it. Three Fuck years. Else I be How's doing it going, though? You got it's been three years. Three yeah, years. Yeah, we'll three years. Oh, and you do it every week. Uh, no, no. Well, we used to do we we used to do four. What, we used to do eight shows a month. Oh, we used to do two shows yeah, a week. Two a week. We, we would record two shows every Friday. Now yeah, yeah. we kind of got our sanity back, and we record every other Friday. We record two shows, and yeah. so we have a weekly show now. But we only oh, rec- okay. record twice a month. So. Cool. No, yeah. it's good. I mean, the podcast thing is people are like, oh, everybody's got a podcast, but it's like, yeah, but you know, everybody's you know got an asshole too. It doesn't mean that it's worth it, you know. But then there's, you know, Carmen Electra's ass and then there's my ass. So you guys you gotta you gotta everybody Which one are we? The Carmen Electra. <laughs> I was getting I was getting to Carmen Electra. No, I mean you I had guys coming up to me the last at New York I had a lot of guys coming up that, that oh, you know sweet. listened to your show and were big on it and thought it was hey it's fun and blah 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 and you know swear more and talk about <laughs> You know, cocks and balls and things like that. Like it's that our stuff. biggest that request is more, more cocks, cock and balls, more, more cock shit and balls. stories, more shit stories. Yeah. Everybody likes the shit stories. Who measures their cock? I'm telling you, you, you could sell. I'm telling you, you could sell that shit happens in a heartbeat. <laughs> no, I was just. We get I, was draw that to, thing? I was talking to a guy in New York, and, I, and he was he was arguing with me, and I said, "Listen, every guy on the planet at one time or another in his life has measured his cock. I mean, that's what guys do." <laughs> And, and the only argument was where you start. I start back at the taint. I think you could start at the asshole, get a couple, four more inches out of it. And he said, no, you got to start at the belly button. But I'm thinking every guy on the planet at one time or another has broken out a ruler and measured his cock. And, or a measuring tape. Am I right or am I, am I, right or am I wrong? Or am I crazy? I want, uh, yeah. I- no, absolutely. Because yeah, it's, uh, it's, sure. it's a guess what guys do. Guys do I'm shit gonna, like that. I'm gonna say yeah, taint. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. I start about the middle of my back. No, yeah, right, right, right. Right. you got you to yeah. get a run and start. Yeah, you actually got to get momentum going because that's because you know you can you can when you're gonna play balls deep you can go that way and get a few extra inches out of it. It counts. It all yeah, counts. It all counts. That's I mean, where I'm every guy. From, I, listen, and I got the standard army issue, so I need an extra inch and a half. Or two. There's a big difference between 
you know, 60 horsepower and 65 horsepower. There's an extra, an extra five horsepower goes a when long way. It, it, when you need it. When you need it. You never know when it's you're nice going to need a Puerto Rican broad or something who's going to go off one of those Filipino crazy women and you got to, you know, they'll uh, fucking kill when, you. When you need it. I I'll think we just found, I, when you need it. I, I think we just it. found the, the yeah. title for the show. Because those, go. come on, we grew up in the city. Those hot, I went to high school with Puerto Rican and, and Filipino girls. You, those girls, you got to fuck them in a headlock. They are crazy bitches. <laughs> Are fucking crazy, and so you got. I need that extra inch and a half, or whatever <laughs> I can get. You can get you yeah, know. I don't want the tripod like this guy here. Whatever sort of leverage. And if it, it builds as an urban legend, I don't care. Hey, I'll perpetuate sure. it. Sure, yeah. they, 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 they got pills for that now, so yeah, <laughs> call them tripod. I don't give a shit. You know. <laughs> All right. All right. Our next, next I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, be, I'm sorry. I'll be serious. I, you know, I, the show just fucking dived right into the. the this one's from Swarm Ball Stock, and they got it. This one's from uh, Rock Rock Valencourt. Valencourt? Valencourt. The, the like Little Lord Fauntleroy <laughs> School of Boys. <laughs> Rock Valencourt. Rock so, Valencourt. It's, uh, Hi, fellas. I'd like to follow up on Carrie's email from a few episodes back regarding Hero at Megacon. Oh, good. I was a volunteer working at the Hero booth when his raffle tickets were drawn. He looked so happy to have his numbers pulled. Funny thing is, one of my raffle tickets were pulled right after his for a sketch by Dan Jurgens. I got a sweet mug shot of Dr. Faustus. Later that day, Humberto Ramos uh, was also sketching ten pieces at the Hero booth. After he was all done, he sketched a Captain America headshot on a Secret Invasion number one sketch cover for Hero. I was fortunate to still be working the booth when he got done, so I was able to purchase the sketch right away from Hero. I spent a lot of money at the Hero booth this year, but it's for a great cause. I also recently signed up for their bronze, bronze membership and received an awesome Jim Valentino sketch card of Hawkman. Sweet. Thanks for the great podcast, guys. I enjoy listening to you at work. And please tell Tom he chose an awesome logo for his podcast. The one I sent him was pretty lame compared to the one he chose. I hope it wasn't one of the creepy ones that I got. <laughs> Did you get some creepy ones? Like the cock and balls? Yeah. No, really? No, there was no cock. Anything no. involving a real picture of me immediately oh, entered the room. It wasn't like you had a column in the Tribune, a Mike Royko shot? Yeah. <laughs> or was it the Dominic's instant winner shot by the door? <laughs> Any photo of me is more of a, is definitely a uh, Dominic's instant winner. Yeah. Okay. I always look surprised. The prom shot with your chin on your fist, you know, that glamour <laughs> shot. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. Well, I, good was good. I liked it. Well, I guess this is a good time to uh, remind everyone about Hero. I won't go through the whole spiel. You, you know how great it is. Go to HeroInitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. And uh, once again, uh, if you're going to uh, Emerald City, they will be there. Make sure that that Hero table is the first one <clears> you go to. Uh, great sketches, great cause. and yeah, uh, Good guys. Yep, good, yep, good yeah, people. It's a good cause. Absolutely. I mean, you got a, you got a lot of guys. I shouldn't say a lot, but you got some guys that were from the era of comics that I really got into, like, uh, you know, the Gene Colan and, you know, George Tusca. And you got a lot of those guys that are getting up there now. And it's like, I'm so glad we still got them around at a lot of cons. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm glad to see Hero is you know going to you know going to bad for these guys. Hero Hero you know? did a lot of good for uh, Steve Gerber before he Steve passed Gerber. away. And Steve Mike was Grell too, wasn't it? Or, or oh, Cockrum? Uh, Who am I thinking? Of? Uh, Cockrums. Yeah, Cockrum. Yeah, Cockrum. Cockrum, yeah. Cockrum, I think yeah. Grell still alive. Yeah, I'm thinking, I was yeah, thinking, I was thinking of Cockrum because yeah, Cockrum was my hero with that X Men stuff. Oh. The Legion of the Superheroes when he was doing them, yeah. he he made the Legion. He wanted to fuck every one of them. It, it's like 
Those <laughs> costumes he gave those broads in Legion oh. in the 70s, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. And everybody was Everybody's getting late. Miniskirt. Everybody yeah. was getting late. I'd read it, i go, when did people in comics ever get laid when Stan Lee wrote it? Never. <laughs> now they got the blue broad, she's getting laid, yeah. you know, the karate guy's getting laid. You know? hey, man, whenever you're talking <laughs> character designs, there's like uh, Alex Toth, Jack Kirby, and Dave Cockrum. Cockrum, Cockrum drew them fucking sexy outfits, man. Well, like, he was you. just an awesome character designer. Oh, though. yeah. Oh, yeah. Great character I'm telling you, I wanted to give it to everybody in the Legion. <laughs> Men and women. And not as much as Not as much Timberwolves was that fucking Asian guy, but no, the other yes. ones I wanted to yeah. stick it to. Yeah. But, the, but then you got the ultimate whenever he came out with Triplicate Girl. Oh, hey, yeah. You gotta love that. That's just a wrong with making a Dagwood special now. I'll beat a baloney. Here's one. Dear Around Comics, I just read Final Crisis. I don't get what this is all about. Oh, wait. What this is a boot oh, at it's all? Canadian. Oh, it's the Canadian. Uh, yeah. The only part of it I could enjoy was he got hit in the head with a puck. <laughs> Surprised he can read. The only part Canadian of it education. I could enjoy was when they sh- showed Aquaman riding a seahorse. So, what was your favorite part of Final Crisis? Also, why did they bring Barry Allen back? Didn't they just bring Wally back, or did this happen because a doped-up European wrote this? Thanks, and if you could read this email in a snake voice, that would be great. In a snake voice? You should have told me that beforehand. Mike from Ontario, Canada. So, favorite parts of anyone? Oh, Takitani. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah Takitani, I liked, uh, I think it was uh, end of, the end of issue three when it had all the, the new Furies with uh, Catwoman and and Wonder Woman yeah. and uh, Giganta. That that scene where it was like, evil has won, and you saw the new Furies. I thought that was pretty sweet. If you cannot enjoy a tiger, a talking tiger, in a, a foppish tiger in a suit who can talk... Then just stop reading comics because <laughs> you have no sense of humor, mm-hmm. and you should you should get involved like the, in sports card collecting. I like the part I of the letter where he's dri- drive the Europeans out of comics, out of American comics. <laughs> yeah, I think we should start a we, next to the hero booth. We should have that booth of driving these red, white, out. And bl- red white and blue comics. That's so. right. That's right. Drive these European fucks right out. I'm telling you, every one of them. Start with the guy that shits his pants and work your way down. I'm telling you. If you haven't been in this country at least three years, you can't fuck around. Get the here. hell out. Stay Stay away, Love from, it stay away from our comics, I'm telling you. <laughs> Alan uh, Moore gets a pass because he's grandfathered in because I like well, he him. Yeah, he doesn't want anything. He to doesn't, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. all right. We'll, we'll, we'll do like the Nuremberg yeah. trials and just fucking <laughs> kidnap him and bring him over here like, like Eichmann. You know? <laughs> say, we found him. We've yeah. been Alan Moore in a compound in Nevada <laughs> yeah. where he's yeah. writing comic books yeah. as we speak. that's it. He, he just, you, you throw, he's like Hannibal Lecter. You well, Tom would want us to kidnap Grant, uh, uh, Garth Ennis and have him write war More comics. Yeah, war, war comics, comics for yeah. every, every so. one of those fuckers should go. I'm telling you, <laughs> the whole. Uh, my favorite part of uh, Final uh-huh. Crisis: the end. The oh, end. Yeah, yeah. That it, yeah. That now, it's over. Yeah. That it's over. It's over. Yeah. 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 Nope. That was my favorite. Well, it's not. It's not uh, Final Crisis Legion of Three, uh, uh, Three Worlds. Yeah, whatever. It's, yeah. Uh, it's actually been delayed, and I like the book. And, uh, and, uh, Lend Lease is the two words I got for the UK. Without <laughs> Lend Lease, they'd be fucking eating strudel and goose pepper yeah. right now in fucking right down Piccadilly. Jeez, I'm yeah. telling you. And which they never even said thank you, I might add. Yeah. They never even said, hey, guys, you saved our ass. You pulled fucking. Now they're ruining our comics. You pulled English chestnuts out of the fire. Now Sal can't get fucking arrested because everybody in the UK is like, oh, he's not from England. You know, you can't draw comics. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wait, I'll be serious. I'll be serious. Now they got talking to. Tigers and all those other bullshit. American <laughs> fucking comics. I'm telling you. Bring back Devil Dinosaur and the Demon. Mm. 
need the demon, devil, dinosaur, big barda. We need I more American. <laughs> I'm sorry. They were all Jewish. By American. They were, that's, that's okay. Really, they're American. Is that American? Yes, they're I American. By American. Yes. 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 Everybody's American. All right. You, you know, it's like it's like they 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 gave us great deli. So you know, great throw David Price out of the country. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, all right. gotta, or they could take the test. You gotta. I'm gonna show you five pictures. You can't tell me who the fuck these are. You're out. Charlie's Angels, Starsky and Hutch. You can't tell me the Chico name. Chico and the Man. Chico and the Man. Yeah. You can't tell Chico me. You can't tell me the fucking two colors. What is, the, what is Coretta's parents' name? Yes. No, no, no. Oh, easy, 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 easy shit. Just... Yeah, yeah. Name three game shows. It's like Mount <laughs> shit like that. Mount no, I'm not fucking around. I am so fucking sick and tired of everybody in comedies. You go to these cons and they'll name all these guys, and I'm like, now what are those fuckers is from America. You don't see us going over there and fucking with their comics. Stay the fuck in Europe, is what I'm saying. <laughs> More Americans. Jeff Johns. He's American. Same shit. All he's, of them. How, how he's many, a secret European. How, how, many, how, many, how many Europeans have done uh, covers for Atomic? Oh, fuck, it doesn't matter. I'm just That's besides the point. I'm not saying that he'll do good work. I'm just saying we need more Americans. Yeah. And, and just to show that I'm not biased, start with the Italians. <laughs> start with the Italians. Start with Simone, Simone Gabriel, Claudio. Start with all those fucking guys. Out. <laughs> They're good. I'll beat them at customs and go out. Turn, I like all those Turn them around. If Dave Givens does a Dr. Manhattan for me, he might be able to that get He's him. okay. Well, he can be on permit for Neil a while. Ga Neil Gaiman's been here for like, you know, a while, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. he's, lived, he's lived in the States forever. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. almost like Start with him if you want. He writes more books now. <laughs> he's on the list. You gotta he's make. The, he's a novelist. Yeah. He is a novelist. He's actually credible. He was on NPR this morning. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, so was the Octomom. So. We got any more? We, we got one last. Or one. we yeah. want to save it for next week? Uh, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, you we'll, sa we'll save it. For okay, next I'll week. save it for next week. All right. Uh, we ran what's, over. Uh, we ran long. Yeah. Long. Let's wrap this one up. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank everyone who has given us iTunes reviews in the last couple weeks. We had a rush of iTunes reviews. We're over 300 now. Thank you so much. Let's get us. Yell at anyone 400. for the reviews, or is that one time? Drink, drink too much. Uh, a little too much in the bottle. I do too another, much I do another podcast, yeah. and I got a little drunk the other day. And no, yeah. <laughs> I think someone needs to take a step away at some point. Wait a minute. What's <laughs> this, well, so what's the other podcast? Personally, you talk about fishing or what's your no, other one? It's, it's, it's another, another comic, comic book podcast. podcast. Oh, you can't use okay. it enough here. Okay. And actually, I wanted to talk to you about how you represent around comics while you get drunk on that other podcast. <laughs> yeah. really, it's, it's not good for the What's the other podcast? The father a, company here, if you will. <laughs> it's uh, called uh, 11 O'Clock Comics. Oh, okay. And it's a, it's, a, it's a slightly different side of me. I'm able to relax a little bit. It's mostly lunatics. Yes, it's pretty it's much like people talking about Bigfoot in like uh, Aliens. European comics yeah. and like pretty oh, much like fuck. weird phone calls from Europeans. Oh, you yeah. take phone and, calls and their form. Really oh, fo that this forum, is this kind of stuff. Oh, okay. That no, forum, there's nothing wrong with that shit. It's that, just that it's, forum, it's a different. You know, it's a different. When I do mocha, it's all that you know kind no, of stuff. Sure. It's just anything mm -hmm. you can imagine. An ape too. When I was the around the end, the eleven o'clock comics forum is like ninety percent lolcats and ten percent emoticons. I can't follow <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's going on. In that place. I check in and it's like uh, well, it's nine like, people yeah. winking at each other. And I'm when does this go on? Is this, do you need like a secret password to no, get into no, this? I'll, or I'll what? send you a link. It's, it's uh, just it's, not very popular. It's every uh, every Friday it usually comes out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can start your work week with me on Monday and it's on, uh, on Friday. I don't know how anyone would want to listen. Oh, okay. You know what? I, 
I should sell my job at work because you all you do is talk to me all day about this shit, and people seem to get it can't get enough of you. I don't understand it myself. Work with, work with Chris for a day. Yeah, that, yeah I think yeah. I might have to do that. We to some do eleven that. o'clock. There's got to be an, one of those eleven o'clock comics listeners that would. No, like that they would have fucking. They don't have jobs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, back to our iTunes reviews. Uh, here's here's half of you that that uh, reviewed in the last week. All hail Starro, Cash Wheel, Skits Box, Clyde, Zen Master Twenty Five Twenty Five, oh, Splitting Atoms, and Call Me Rotten. So thank you guys Rotten. so much. It's a great way You're to help, uh, help promote the show, so really appreciate it. Thank you. You can drop by our forum, Let, Less Tin Hats, Emoticons, and LOL, Lolcats, at the AroundComics.com forums. You can follow all of us on Twitter. Are you are you tweeting that, Sal? I tried it, but I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. I mean, I put up three tweets. That doesn't matter. I tried on Facebook. I put up pictures of my car. Do you have Do you ever have like random thoughts that no one in the world would ever be interested in hearing? Not really. Me, no one gives a shit. So I well, no, no, you'd be fucking surprised. Yeah, I tried. I tried the other one, but not Facebook. The other one before MySpace. MySpace. All I got was porn advertisements. Then yeah. I went on MySpace. It's nice. Every asshole I borrowed money from in high school fucking goes, "Hey, Sal," you know, or ex-girlfriends that I thought were dead or killed themselves from humiliation, or were degenerate fucking alcoholics. They all go, "Hey, look at me!" And everybody got fat, and everybody's bald, and I'm like. I, don't, I didn't want to see you assholes when I was in high school. Now I really don't want to know yeah. what the fuck you're doing. So Facebook is nice, but every time I get on there, somebody like instant me. You know, yeah, hey, send you a beer. Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't want to talk to this guy. Once you know, to plant uh, flowers in their garden or something. Some, some bullshit. Yeah, it yeah. was nice. On my birthday, I got all these birthday things from it's people I didn't know. Yeah. But, you know, and they're all foreign. So I was like, no, I'm not lending any of you fucks money. But you know, it was nice. You know, everybody's nice on there, and it, and it's it's a, there's a lot of comic people on there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. guys Absolutely. on there? Or you yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's for the young kids. So it's I for figured, the. Yeah. We do it because we're snappers. It's yeah. good for comics. I mean, I, I I talk to some people in comics on there. It's mm -hmm. nice. It's yeah. good. You know? Yeah, yeah. The, the the Twitter's the Twitter. It seems fun. to in between porn sites, it fits right in. <laughs> Breaks up the monotony of. Well, you, you can know. probably follow a lot of those porn sites on Twitter. Can you? Probably. I would oh, I would say it's the new hotness. You gotta love it. Uh, you can follow John Suntress on Twitter. Hey, hello. <laughs> I was mistaken as John. Somebody asked me if I was John Suntress today. Yeah. Guy came in. Are you John Suntress? He's got that said, no, fucking I'm voice. I'm not he's John Suntress. He's got Suntress. that voice, I'm yeah. telling you. you yeah, know? he's got the radio. He probably sounded like a radio guy when he was five years old. I'd Hello, I would like to Hello, Mother. Let's go, please. <laughs> <laughs> If at all possible. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, uh, remember, remember to check out Tom versus the Flash on his podcast as he runs you through the history of DC Comics one issue at a time. We already talked yeah. about eleven o'clock comics. Yeah. Um, check, right, out, buddy. Check, yeah. check out check uh, out ifanboy.com. And I'd like to say that um, we're just we're above, why check out ifanboy.com. Well, we're we're above feuding. We're bigger, with what? We're, we're listen, listen, I don't pay attention to ants walking down the street. <laughs> well, we'll I, I don't get listen, upset when... When in doubt, take them outside and kick the shit out of them. That's how it works. <laughs> well, a, I'd like to thank them for uh, a, saying such nice things about Tom versus the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't even know who you're talking about. All right, I'd like to thank... Uh, I gotta uh, fuck up everybody. Sal Avenatti, as always, and you'll be back again on next week's show. If I can't fuck with the guys I actually know, Jesus. Exactly. That's what I... Strong enough to Everybody an asshole and you don't gotta worry. Yeah.
And uh, yeah, uh, busy night in here tonight. I uh, want to thank everyone that came by. Ted and Jay Scarzi and Jose Holy and uh, shit, Jen Santarelli and Chris Burnham. And, you can uh, thank and, them after and, the show's and, uh, over. John uh, Centris. So if uh, if you're in uh, in Chicago on a Friday night, uh, see if we're recording. And Mr. Mark Beatty, as always, for hosting us here at Beautiful Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. Have a great rest of your week. I don't and even weekend. know what did the iFanboy guys even say. I don't even know. Ah, oh, they're just they're just talking shit. Oh, funny. They said so, I was awesome I don't and that you guys sucked balls. Well, <laughs> I could have told them that. There's a little bit of truth guys, to all guys, this. Can we, watch, can we watch the language? Oh, I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> oh, no, for the kids. For the, for the kids. All right, everyone have a, a great rest of your week and weekend. Comments. I'll be in Mexico. Oh, I might, look, I might again, 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 to Mexico. <sighs> we'll I can't back. wait till the fucker leaves. <laughs> uh, we'll be back again next Alert Monday with an all-new episode. In the meantime. <laughs> then I'm going to have to hear it for a fucking week and a half afterwards how great Mexico oh, was. Oh, Mexico is awesome. I hope yeah. he catches a rash listen, or something. Everything that, stays, that happens in Mexico doesn't stay in Mexico. Trust me, crabs, herpes, that shit comes with you. Believe me. I'll come, <laughs> back, I'll come back with crotch crickets. We don't need that shit on the Cra- show. Have crabs will travel. That's right. <laughs> All right. Don't throw toothpicks in the urinals. The crabs can pull vomit. You probably try and smuggle back some comic book artists. Yeah. 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 Humberto Ramos lives in Careful. Mexico. That's how Angel Medina got in. <laughs> no, Mexico City. He snuck back Angel Medina came in in a, in a pile of back issues. Yeah, it's, my, it's, of Eternals. it's my goal to not be a mule on the way back. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll be serious. <laughs> we'll be everywhere in and around comics. You should flash a lot of cash while you're not in Mexico. It gets you. It gets. It'll get you places. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of d- dark bank basement places. Just be careful you don't get torsed. You'll burn fast. The intensity of the sun is hot. Yeah. You look like an animal. Like, <laughs> 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 when you push it out of you, your body goes insane. Cause when you call me on the telephone, say, take me to the show. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2009.